Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Okay, Lombardi Line here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Patrick Maher live from the VSIN studios here at South Point. Michael Lombardi there in New Jersey as we get our betting day going. How you doing, Michael? I'm great, Patrick. How are you? How are things? I'm doing. You supporting Syracuse over there, my man, with the orange? Yeah, man? I got a little orange going. A little <laughs> orange. It's cold back here, Patrick. You know, we had a 60 degree, a 60 degree day yesterday, and now we're down in the 30s. It's a cold one today. It's a hot chocolate day today, Patrick. It's temp, cold. temp on the way in, 39 degrees in Vegas. Oh boy! Ask the family. Yes, it's been unseasonably cold in the 50s yesterday. So we're right there with you, neck and neck. How are we feeling? We feel great. I mean, we feel good. We got a little NBA coming. I've been watching a lot of college basketball. Saw Coach K last night beat Virginia in Virginia. That was good. Saw my Razorbacks win in, win in Florida again, Gainesville. Good win there. Didn't play well, but won it. So it's been good. I'm enjoying watching these games. Yes, yeah, back into re- it. Revenge for Duke, right? Because Virginia went to Cameron and beat up on Duke a couple of weeks ago. Um, a Providence triple overtime winner against Xavier. I, so. I, trust me, Michael, and I'll just preface this by saying I understand what's happening in the world, so I don't want to seem insensitive, but I haven't had internet for the last two days, so I was watching on my phone. Why? I was watching the Are Cox cable. I've been moved? on the phone with them nonstop. I don't, uh, they're supposed to fix it today. Come out to my house and fix it. Anyway, I was watching college hoops and preparing for the show on this iPhone right here, so it was a little tricky, but I did watch that triple overtime winner for Providence. Yes, I think Providence, you and I have talked about a little overrated. Uh, Kentucky took care of LSU as Kentucky gets healthy. Baylor and Kentucky, as they get healthy, they scare me. Right. Kentucky goes into Bud Walton Arena on Saturday, which will be an incredibly festive atmosphere against the Razorbacks. And, you know, that'll be a challenge for Arkansas. And and if they don't buckle to it, it, it really could determine a lot. I mean, during the Florida game, Lenardi had Arkansas as a six seed. I think they could move if they beat Kentucky and then win out one of the next two games. They got a chance to move into a three or four seed. So this is a huge game for Arkansas playing at home, seeing if they can match up with the great Kentucky team. How's Moss down at Arkansas? I've got Arkansas right here at the South Point. They opened 30 to one as far as the championship. They're sitting 50 to one. There's just so many teams we've talked about. It's going to be wide open this year. How's Moss feeling about the squad this year? 
Well, I, I think when you watch them play, their intensity on defense is, is impressive, yes, right? It is. So, you know, I, I think offensively they, they go through these lulls of moments where they don't score, but no taste, fabulous. And they're able to kind of lock people down. I mean, they're really good defending the three-point line, which is what Kentucky does. I mean, they hold opponents to 30% on the three-point line. And Kentucky's one of the best teams in the country, I think, averaging 36 36 percent at the three-point line, which is surprising, right? You know, everybody says Kentucky doesn't shoot well, but when you look at their numbers, you know, when you look at what they've been able to do at the three-point on offense, they average 37.7. They're the best team in the conference at the three-point percentage. Michael, I want to just quickly uh, talk about a situational spot as far as rest and advantage for Illinois tonight. Uh, top 25 watch tonight. You've got Gonzaga at San Francisco. That's actually going to be fascinating because San Francisco's a tournament team right now at large. But just quickly on Ohio State and Illinois. So Illinois is has a huge rest advantage coming into this one. Uh, they played last played on Saturday, beat Michigan State. This for Ohio State is their third game since Saturday. And I happened to catch their head coach, Holtman, Ohio State's head coach, a radio interview he did there locally in Columbus. He said his team is completely fatigued and two guys are dealing with the flu. So that's huge coming into this as far as Illinois rested, Ohio State not so much. They played an overtime game against Indiana on, what was it? Monday, which was absolutely mentally and physically draining. I think it's a little short for Illinois laying six tonight just because of the advantage there. No doubt. And, and Cockburn, my understanding is he's healthy to play in this game. Oh, yeah. He'll be yeah, back. He's good right? to go. He's good to go. So, you know, he makes all the difference in the world. I mean, look, this Illinois team is so good defensively. I mean, they are really good. And they're the best team in the Big Ten in terms of their defense. And so, they're, you know, when you're struggling and tired offensively like Indiana probably, you know, like Ohio State, excuse me, will be, it's going to be really a challenge, I think. And so I, I agree with you. I think this is a little bit of a lighter line, especially considering how these two teams with rest and the other team that's been playing and battling. I mean, that Indiana game was hard fought. I mean, Indiana didn't go away lightly. There's no doubt about that. So I think the healthy defensive team always you got to favor. You nailed it. Indiana should have beat Ohio State at Ohio State uh, on Monday. That, that's my take because they were grabbing offensive boards. They were getting second chance points. As a matter of fact, if you take a look at Ohio State, the, the win against Indiana, the loss at home against Iowa, they gave up a ton of offensive boards. They, they gave up a ton of rebounds and a, a ton of uh, you know, second chance points, as I mentioned, which means a team starting to get fatigued as we get to the end of the year here. Yeah, I mean, and that's, you know, look, let's face it. The, no, nobody's practicing. It's all in the game to game. And when you get some rest and you get a good team like Illinois does with their defense and they can hold people down, you know, what they're able to do. I mean, they hold teams to 66 points playing at home. You know, they've got a, almost a 10-point differential between points allowed and points scored. That's fairly impressive. Now, the one thing about Illinois that we have to be careful about is they're not a great team against the spread. They're 12-14. and 14. Yep. So you've got to be a little bit concerned about that. Ohio State is just 13 and 11. But the one thing Ohio State does is when their energy level is high, they only give up 66.7 points a night, which is good, which is really good. 
So, you know, I, I think a lot of this isn't about who's the better team. It's who's the more f- – who's fresher. There's no doubt. And I think you hit the nail on the head. Yeah, and for a team that's so efficient inside the key, Ohio State can shoot the three. As you mentioned, they can defend. Holtman's a great coach. I, I just it – was, it was fascinating. I, he wasn't making an excuse for tonight's setup with the third game since Saturday, but I could hear in his voice. He said, I don't want to get into specifics, but I got a couple of guys that are sick. He didn't mention who was sick. If it's Liddell, they're screwed, obviously. Anywho. That is a top 25 matchup. And how about your Gonzaga team who haven't lost in a couple? I mean, there's 16 game win streak. The last time they lost was out of conference, out of league. Who was it? Alabama beat them. I mean, this is a team that is just right now, you know, leading the nation and scoring at 89 and a half points per they're going to San Francisco. And as I mentioned in the WCC, San Francisco's 22 and seven, Michael, they're one of the last four in as far as most brackets are concerned right now. The Dons are a team to watch. They've got a net ranking at 27 and they're catching 10 at home tonight. Yeah, I mean, but look, I mean, they're one of the best teams and we know that uh, we know Gonzaga is, you know, a significant like a 10 point. I mean, they're one of the best teams and Gonzaga's uh, an easy favorite. You know, 22 and seven. I mean, San Francisco has been not very good against the spread, 11 and 16. So we we got to caution ourselves there. And the way Gonzaga dominates people. I mean, I don't even know if this we call this a challenge. Are we making it up? Is this really a challenge? I don't know. I, I think to me, that's what that's the problem I have with Gonzaga. Yeah, they play the pace. I, I get all those things, right? I understand, and they dominate their conference. There's no doubt about that. But their conference, there's such a difference between Gonzaga offensively and the next team, right? Gonzaga's shooting 40% from the three-point line. I mean, you know, and then they're the best defensive team. They're shooting 30%. Like, the level, like, to me, they're significantly better. And once again, I think you got to be careful about being battle-tested. This is the two best offenses in the conference versus the two best defenses in the conference. Both teams have really good players, you know, but I think there is a separation between the talent level, and that's why Gonzaga seems to dominate. But, look, you know, it's playing at home for the Dons, and we shall see. But I just, to me, I, 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 my question about Gonzaga is, are they battle-tested? No, you're right. Listen, they're beating teams in league, in conference, by an average of 27 points. Okay? And again, the West Coast this year, they've got two ranked, obviously, Gonzaga and St. Mary's. San Francisco, the Dons are in the tournament right now. Santa Clara is a good team. So it's better than it's been. You know, Loyola's down this year. Pepperdine, obviously, down this year. So, But it's better than it's been, the WCC. But you just mentioned it. I mean, this was January 20th. The Dons were at Gonzaga. They trailed by three at the half and lost 78-62 because Timmy went off in the second half. So that's it. Gonzaga, once they decide they just want to pound you, they can. And that's, what, that's why that number's 10 tonight against a good San Francisco team. You know, is there any home court advantage for San Francisco? I mean, you know, at the Sobrato Center there where the War Memorial Coliseum there, is there any home advantage? I, I think I mean, it's supposed to be raucous tonight. What? Where is you that? You would think it would be. That is downtown, I, I don't right? Know. You live there. I think it's got to be downtown. Well, yeah, it, it's by the it's it right is. by the university. I think it's a very – It's right in the middle of downtown. Uh, it is. It's it, weird. It, it's a small venue. There's only – I think there's there can't be more than four thousand seats in the venue, so it's going to be it's going to be a raucous crowd in there. Yeah, and you know, and I I, I think to me that that gives them an advantage, and if they can slow the pace down a little bit, 
you know, I mean, they beat Pacific. They put 104 oh, on I the know. board against Pacific. I mean, three weeks ago, they had 105 against Pepperdine. So, they, I mean, they, they can put the ball in the basket. There's, and they got two of the best players in the conference on their team. They, so, yeah, you mentioned it, Michael. They, they dropped 104 on Pacific on Monday. That was at Pacific. This is a team that's 40th nationally in scoring going up against Gonzaga, who's first. You see a total of 157. It's elevated, but for good reason. These are two teams that can run it. Yeah, no doubt. And, and both teams want to play pace. I yep. mean, both teams play. I mean, nobody plays pace like Gonzaga, but San Francisco does. That's the problem. Do you get into a track meet with them and feel like you can win it? I don't know. That's the hard part. Tens a lot, though. I would think that this is a, a number that you got to believe San Francisco. This is going to be their finest hour, their moment. That's a lot of points to lay there. San Francisco, this is the best team in 40 years. I was digging in. They haven't made the tournament since 98. So they've kind of come out of nowhere here. And Shabazz can play. Bouye can play. Again, it'll be interesting. I wouldn't touch the, the side if I were looking at anything. Uh, you mentioned just the way these two teams are scoring right now. 157 is in danger as far as the total. All right. A ton to do. Good college start to get going. I'm looking down. Michigan beat Rutgers last night, Michael, without Juwan mm -hmm. Howard on the bench, who was suspended for the rest Martelli of the season. Martelli took over. He, Alexander Hagged it. He's got it. He said, I've been here before. I know how to do it. Martelli's been there, done that. There are a I'm few. I'm Alexander Hagg. Hey, I got to control this situation. And, and anybody who wants to be as a head coach, please send an email, please. <laughs> there are a few at, in Michigan that believe Martelli is the true head coach of the University of Michigan. I don't know the answer to that. We'll come back with the Eastern Conference and the NBA. Stack 12 uh -oh. teams in contention, Michael. Nets, That's next. Celtics. Yep. Hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton, is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, they're like, you know, who's really good? Creighton, you know, watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, going to win. Not the Big East tournament? Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But, like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. that. Like, that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a, is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of those. Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Dirk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Dirk was better. Why are you, t why are you telling me? You see the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, it's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app. It's betmgm.com, the king of sports books. Download the app right now. 
And if you're in town here, uh, just stop by any MGM property, bring your state-issued ID, and you're ready to bet within minutes. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology, fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Got a gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. I was Michael Lombardi there in Jersey. I'm here in uh, yep. Las Vegas. Patrick Maher, this is the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. I was talking to our boss, John Goulet, who lived up in San Francisco. He did yeah. say that he meant to get to a Don's game right there in the middle of the city. He never went, so I was asking him about the home court. But check this out. Let's, this is Circa Sportsbook Director Matt Metcalf. I think they played this earlier today on Follow the Money. Let's go ahead and throw the quote up, guys. Uh, the Zags are, are like five points clear of the field in my mind. If Kentucky or Arizona gets knocked out, Michael, early, Gonzaga is even money. The market probably just thinks they're a couple points better, not five. But I just think they are the they're only proven commodity here and haven't touched their ceiling. I think their floor is everyone else's ceiling. And that is a bookmaker in town giving big time props to Gonzaga. I have the number here at South point. They're now seven to two to win a championship, seven to two. That's three and a half to one to win a championship. So this is it for few. He has to win it this year. Haven't we talked about this before though? We I have, mean, you know, I think a lot of it is going to obviously they'll be the number one overall seed and, you know, they will get, you know, they'll get preferential treatment in terms of who they but who they play. You know, if they happen to run into a, you know, a, a really good team, well coached team somewhere to get there, which obviously somebody will be the number two seed in that bracket. Could it be Auburn? You know, what if they put Auburn out west and they, they have to play them to face them or Texas Tech? You know, those are hard. I mean, we, we would have never said this. Remember, UCLA wasn't in the conversation last year. They had to play themselves in the That's tournament. Right. That's right. You know, and so that, that there's so much that's going to happen. I mean, there's a team that we don't even know about right now or talking about that could eventually be a problem for Gonzaga. I just go back to my experience in the league and – when you play a soft schedule, there's a mentality within your team that you just don't feel, they're just not battle tested. And everybody wants to film a Hollywood movie. Everybody wants to have the perfect ending. Everybody wants, but it's those losses in February that are in a tough game or a win like Arkansas had the other night against Florida in a tough environment, right? You got to get this win and you got to dig deep. Uh, that, you know, Kentucky going, winning at home against LSU, we got to have this one. Those are the kind of things to, to me that matter come March. And totally. sometimes I just think Gonzaga loses that by playing in the Western Conference. I, I think you just nailed it. It It's fascinating. Uh, by the way, the second That doesn't mean I don't think Gonzaga's good, Patrick. I, no, I just of course. Don't. I, no, I, no, I, 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 don't, I know exactly. I, what you're I respect their talent. I respect their talent. I respect Few as a coach as well. I, but I just feel like. The, there's you got to get battle tested. Oh, totally. you know, you got you, and, and last year we learned that UCLA was different than they were all season once they got that game and got into the tournament barely. You're, you're 100 percent right. By the way, Baylor, last year's champs, their second betting as far as South Point at 12 to one. Um, well, they're tied. Duke's 12 to one as well. Purdue actually eight to one here. Kentucky eight to one here. So we're all over the place. The seven to two is just a crazy number on February. What's 24th. Kentucky? What's Kentucky? Kentucky is eight to one. They opened the season 20 to one. They're sitting on the board eight to one to win a championship. They, they look so when I watched them last night, they look like an NBA team. I mean, they've got length. They've got size everywhere. 
you know, I think they're getting better with every single game they play. And when they're healthy, you know, to me, I I think they're rounding it at eight to one. I think they're a really uh, strong play. I mean, they're a strong play. I mean, they've only, you know, they've had some setbacks during the season. You know, they lose the opener to Duke. You know, but I mean, last night they, you know, they avenged their loss to LSU with a with a nice win. I just think, to me, they're a they're they're a team you better be careful about. They are. They've got a ton of pros. They defend. They're third in the country in adjusted efficiency offensively. The one thing Kentucky doesn't do is they don't hit threes. But they're going to out rebound you. They're going to out shoot thirty seven percent from the three point line. How is that possible? Yeah, they right now they are and they actually give up. They they, they defend the three very well. Um, but as far as percentage of points, they spend a ton of time uh, down low. I think they're what six and two pointers as far as percentage points, as far as allocation. They do a lot of their work down low. Like you said, they've got a ton of bigs. I mean, they're just they've got size. They're a scary team right now. If Ty Ty Washington starts to get healthy here in the backcourt, they're a dangerous team. No doubt. I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, I, I just think to me, that, and their value is pretty good. Their value is outstanding right now. They have great value at 8-1. to one. I think that value will only go up as we move forward. Yeah. I really do. And your point is your point is well taken. They are shooting three better uh, than they had earlier in the year. That's Kentucky. So Kentucky's sitting on the board at 8-1. to one. Um, I was going to give you one more that I was looking at during the break. I think Purdue's a little too short at 8-1. to one. Um Texas Tech. We've been talking about Tech, right? So Mike they, Palm's team. Yeah, yeah. I they, mean they open fifth. They open. Let's see. Tech eighty to one. If you bet on, if you invested at eighty to one, you got a good number because they're now sitting fifteen to one. Tech, who I'm calling yeah. the best team in Texas right now, just to make the Baylor fans upset. But fifteen to yeah. one on the board. I mean, Adams has done. I mean, we don't. We, we didn't realize when they promoted him to become the head coach. I don't think we realized his influence within the system of defense. And, and you've got to give uh, the athletic director at Texas Tech a ton of credit for staying within the program and recognizing Adam's talent as a defensive teacher. And that's really what, what manifests itself in even more so this year. And when you look at this guy's career, when you go over Mark Adams' career, I know he's been in a lot of smaller schools that a lot of people don't know about. He is remarkably successful. And the Williams kid has really emerged as a top talent for them. And, you know, they just continue. I mean, look, look at the last two games they played. They held, they held Texas to 55. They held Oklahoma to 42. Oh, they're, they're beating Baylor, beating Kansas, swept Texas. And I, I like the fact that you keep on pointing out Mark Adams because that wasn't, as you mentioned, it wasn't a sexy hire, but the continuity, and it shows you some of these assistants, few losing the assistant to Arizona, he's killing it. Um, it Adams is doing a hell of a job at Texas Tech. You know, it's, it's Texas Tech sitting on the board at 15-1. to it, It's just not a team that people like to bet. Uh, but no. that is a huge chasm from 80 to one to open the year all the way down to 15 to one. As a matter of fact, that I mean, might be the biggest at, shift. You look at some of these scores. I mean, like when they lost to Oklahoma back in early February, they lost 70 to 55. They gave up 70 to Oklahoma in that game. You know, when they played them the next time, they gave up 42 points. They, <laughs> look at the difference in that. It's incredible. Like, think about that. That's an incredible 
You know, now they lost to Gonzaga early in the year, way back in December. They gave up 69 to Gonzaga, which, based on what we know of Gonzaga today, that's a pretty low score for Gonzaga. You know, averaging almost 89 a night. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's the best defensive team in the country. It, 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 no doubt. Adjusted def- efficiency. Any way you look at it, Texas Tech, to me, best defensive team in the country. And you mentioned some of those low, low scores they've given up, even against Gonzaga. So they continue. They're up next. TCU, Kansas State, Oklahoma State you, to close out. You know, I think the other thing I think we have to consider when you're before you fill out your pools, I think you really have to go over the depth charts of these teams. For example, when you look at Tech, you know, Arms is a, is a senior. Warren's a senior. Shannon's a junior. Obner's a, ju- a senior. Williams, their starting center. He's a, I mean, when you have that kind of collection of upperclassmen, Loyola Chicago seems to always do that. It's a powerful thing come these t- single elimination tournament because you've got people, you've got players with great experience, and that really matters come playoff time. Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah, I like tech a lot. That's actually why I like Moss. Uh, he's got a bunch of guys that do, you know, whether it's Williams or Tony or Davis. Moss has got a bunch of guys that can do it. So you were talking about Arkansas a little bit earlier um, yeah. as we get into it. He's, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a team that, like you said, it goes deep. Kentucky scares you because missing their backcourt this last weekend, they shortened the bench and still beat up on, who was it? Kentucky beat up on... Um, at home. Who was it last Saturday, Michael? Kentucky at they home. They beat – no, wait a second. Tennessee. Here. Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee, that's right. They beat Tennessee. And they did it with a short bench. Yeah. <laughs> so now as they get healthy, that is scary. That is very, very scary. Yeah, it was Tennessee. And they beat up on Alabama. Excuse me. Excuse me. Saturday was Alabama. Remember, they lost by doubles that's right. to Tennessee the game before. So they beat in Alabama. They beat in LSU. They took care of LSU last night, Kentucky. So there it is. And they're going to get healthy. So that's scary. Two teams that are going to get healthy in the backcourt and be very scary, as we mentioned. Kentucky and Baylor. Watch out. Baylor also has a very good mix of vets and some of the younger guys. Uh, that we talked about just a little bit ago. Okay, there he is, Vinny Maliulo from behind the book here at the South Point. We'll get into some of those college numbers, and Michael and I will transition into the NBA as we're just getting started on a Thursday edition of the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. to the Lombardi line on VSEN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, before you make your next bet, be sure get over to vsin.com, vsin.com to check out the current betting splits data. This is a new feature that gives you insights on where the money and bets are moving for every game. You're going to be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Data is available for money line over under and ATS bets. Betting splits are another way. VSIN is here to make you a smarter, more sophisticated, better year round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vsin.com. Lombardi line right here on vsin.com, presented by BetMGM. He is Michael Lombardi. I'm Patrick Maher. Joining us from behind the book here at the South Point is Vinny Maliulo. And we've got a ton to do, including these groups, uh, as far as college basketball offered here at the South Point. Michael quickly wanted to get this in. Major League Baseball is going to begin canceling regular season games 
if the league and PA can't come to terms on a new collective bargaining agreement by Monday. I bring that up because, Vinny, you can help us technically yeah. how you're going to handle this moving forward behind the book. Yeah, right now, normally uh, we would have uh, uh, the regular season wins up this week uh, for, uh, uh, for MLB. Uh, but without knowing how many games they're going to play or not play, uh, you, you know, we can't uh, can't put that up. So uh, pennant odds, uh, World Series odds are still up. I think people are taking a wait-and-see approach, frankly. Uh, typically we get more uh, future business around Super Bowl weekend and then moving into March Madness. Um, the other part from our, our side is there would be uh, spring training games going on uh, right now, which is a nice little filler, even though the limits are small. But people like to have day action. And uh, so we're uh, we're missing that right now. But uh, you know what? The NBA starts back up tonight, so folks will get uh, back involved with that. But right now, uh, holding up on uh, baseball regular season wins until we know uh, what's uh, what's going to happen with the uh, with the lockout. The Vinny, what's your best guess on that? I mean, is there you know one thing about baseball? They've always always have gone through this. They've been long. They've been tedious. They've mm -hmm. been you know acrimonious. Yes. Uh, what's your sense of this? Yeah, Michael, I, I think that they'll – I think at some point they'll hammer out a deal. Um, but, again, uh, as far as when that is and, you know, uh, the statement about, you know, canceling or shortening the season or whatever the case may be, uh, I mean, my guess would be as good as anybody else's, and it would strictly be a guess. Uh, but I do believe that there'll be a uh, – certainly a much shorter uh, spring training season – if, if it starts to get into the regular season, uh, then I think you'll see one of two things, depending on how long it's going to take. Does the season extend out a little bit uh, into, further into October? I kind of doubt it. I think it'll just be a shortened season like we, uh, we saw yeah. with the pandemic. No, you, you know? nailed it. So yeah. Major League Baseball is refusing – to make up games this year, Michael. So we saw this, remember, back in 90 with the lockout. Yeah. That ended into, I think it was mid-March, somewhere mm -hmm. in there. Agreement was reached, and they pushed back opening day by a week and extended the season right. by a few days to get all the games in. Major League Baseball, part of their leverage here is they're saying, well, we're not going to make up anything. I think it's kind yeah. of a ploy on their end. I think so, too. There's certainly some posturing going on right now. At the end of the day, I think there's so much money to be made uh, on, on so many fronts, uh, particularly by the teams and the players that uh, they'll they'll figure out a way to get this done. But uh, I wish I wish I had better uh, better information so that we would know. Uh, but once the season is determined, then we will uh, evaluate what that season's going to be and make a determination on regular season wins. These two these two sides need to read the Daily Coach because you <laughs> used acrimony and acrimonious as a word. These two sides hate each other. I mean. Manfred and Tony it. Clark, they don't trust each other. They haven't trust each other going back to Bowie Coon in, in the days in the mm -hmm. 70s. I mean, they ha have they, Vinny? I mean, th this has always been a lack of trust mm -hmm. between the players and the owners in this league. And they've had moments of maybe of detente, but for the most part, they've had no, really, every time there's come an agreement. And one thing I will say, the players have been well compensated, and obviously the owners are making money or else they wouldn't be buying these teams. Yeah, I mean, and it's, it's expanded uh, in, ter <clears throat> in terms of the leagues. Uh, I, you know, guys, it's, uh, it's unfortunate, too, because when you look at – uh, you, you look at baseball, they've got other issues, right? People want, you know, quicker games. They've, they've, they've tinkered with 
with rules and how to deal with the, the length of games and things like that. Um, I just, uh, you know, people are, people are getting tired of it, uh, and yeah. frankly. And uh, so, you know, at the end of the day, will people miss baseball? They'll miss it the most after the NBA and the NHL finals. So between the NBA and NHL finals until uh, preseason football, uh, then that's when they're going to miss it the most. But uh, really, you know, baseball, they're not, they're not helping themselves in terms of uh, public uh, support uh, when it comes to this, both sides. Yeah, calmer waters a little bit to Michael's point with Seelig. And remember, Seelig former owner, so he had a relationship. Yeah. So calmer waters as far as, but it was never, I mean, it was, it's been acrimonious essentially throughout history. And since Manfred's, Manfred's come in, Manfred and Clark, and Clark is on the other side, just really don't get along. So this, this will be interesting. It'll mm-hmm. be interesting to see how it plays out. Uh, as you mentioned, I think the deadline and not adding games, or excuse me, not making up games, right. I think it might be some posturing uh, on MLB's side, but we shall see. It's a fun sport to bet. Listen, when you get into the meat of July, why do you think? I'm like, when it's just that in July, we, we, we need some b- baseball, right, Michael? No doubt. No doubt we're going to need something. You know, but we talk about over and unders in the NFL forever. I mean, that's not going to be a problem. We keep going back over that. What, there were 11 teams that cashed on the over from the NFL last year. So, you know, we know that one-third of the league will hit the over. We also know that most of the league won't hit the will, will hit the under. So, it'll be fun. We can always still talk about that. Look, we got through one thing we'll remember the for pandemic. our lifetime, Vinny. We got through the pandemic. Right. We didn't have any, and we were able to do that. So, yeah. We talk sports betting through a pandemic. That's right. From our house. And we'll do it. With Jeezy in the background. I mean, we were, we were just. Jeezy and Cary Grant. We, we, <laughs> <laughs> we got through it on the Lombardi line, and VEASAN did a great job powering through That's as well. That's right. We do get the NBA back. Quickly on, did, mm-hmm. how was the NBA All-Star weekend? How was the handle on the game on Sunday? Not particularly strong i mean it was more you know casual folks uh, you know betting uh, parlays you know, you know give me uh, team uh, lebron or K- team kd with the, to the over yeah uh, but it wasn't as, i think because it was a little bit more they tweaked the rules they're always tweaking the rules that fourth quarter the Eli yeah, rule I mean, so I know. people are, you know and you're spending time trying to you know figure it out people are coming back up and saying hey wait i didn't know this i mean it's you know these all-star games they get more complicated uh, every every year with this tweaking and i think it confuses people so um just just a moderate uh, uh, handle but uh, you know the nba is back today and it'll be front and center in terms of the the betters better so when you're ranking what's being bet right now uh, still nba at the top particularly with the uh, the general public uh, but uh, college basketball as well. Now the public is going to get more involved with college basketball. Professional betters have been involved with college basketball uh, since uh, the beginning of the season. Uh, but now you've got your last, full, I would say, kind of full week of regular season games. And then we'll get, uh, uh, this is the last big Saturday and then, of course, uh, gearing up to uh, Selection Sunday on March 13th. And, of course, we got seven games on the menu in the Associate. Michael, I, I was fascinated to see what the number, what the totals were going to be on two games tonight. Atlanta at Chicago, those two offenses are ridiculous. That's 240 yep. and a half. Yeah. And also Memphis, people don't realize, Memphis essentially leads wow. everything. I mean, rebounding, yeah. blocks, points scored. I mean, efficiency. 
Memphis and Minnesota, Minnesota's got a great offense as well. That totals 240 as well. Right. So we've got some o- nosebleeds o- as far o- as totals. Open to, to uh, it's already up a couple of points in that game. And in the uh, the Bulls game you mentioned, that's up five points. You can't make these totals high enough at this point. 240. Yeah. A lot 240. of defense being game. played. Vinny, the one game that struck me was, and I've been searching, is, is the Celtics-Nets opened up at Celtics minus four and a half. And it shot immediately up to nine. And there's some nine yeah. and a halves. You know, I mean, is we know were they expecting Kyrie to play because the mayor may lift the mandate, or why? Why did it jump? Yeah, I, it's a, that's a great question, Mike. Uh, the Celtics, uh, we actually used seven, so that uh, that number you're talking about was an early overnight, and uh, now up to nine. So we've already moved two points here. Um, and the game, of course, in Brooklyn. I mean, if Kyrie was going to play, this game would go the other way, right? So I think right. uh, you're, you know you're seeing it, uh, uh, you know, go up towards the Celtics. And uh, you know the Celtics have been playing uh, playing It'll better, be uh, particularly on the road. Uh, but the Nets have been you know been uh, been strong at home. So um, I suspect that at some point we'll see we'll see Nets money uh, as we get further into today. Michael, to your point, one Simmons unlikely to play. He's not going to play. Simmons and Durant obviously both right. out. But we just saw this game in Brooklyn, and the Celtics beat them up 126-91 on February 8th. Mm-hmm. So I think that probably plays into yep. that, that big number there because that was a that was a route in Brooklyn, and it's essentially the same team. The Celtics, who I know you like, Michael, have been on a roll. They just had a nine-game win streak where six of those wins came by doubles. So the Celtics yep. are rolling right now. You know, I think there's no doubt they're good value on. I think they have great value right now. All right. When we come back, let's transition to college, Vin, because I wanted to talk to you about Gonzaga sitting three and a half to one on the board here at the South Point. And then we got the groups. I love these. Uh, Let's get into some of the group matchups as far as the basketball tournament and these teams are concerned. It's the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. Vinny's here. Come on back. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to do That's my That's my From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. 
listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN. Featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, BetMGM welcomes you with a special offer in the NBA tonight. Simply place a $10 Moneyline wager on any game. If either team hits a three-pointer, you're going to win 200 bucks paid for in free bets. Use that bonus code VSIN200, VSIN200, make your first bet. Plus, you'll earn BetMGM reward points that can redeem for online bonuses converted into comps at over 20 MGM resorts nationwide. BetMGM is proud to be an authorized gaming partner with the NBA. Again, download the app, BetMGM.com, VSIN200. For the code tonight, anybody hits a three, a $10 investment recoups you 200 bucks. 1-800-GAMBLER if you have an issue. Michael Lombardi there in Jersey. I'm Patrick Maher here in Vegas, sitting next to Vinny Maliulo from behind the book at the South Point. And, Michael, we were just talking during the break about the conference, the team rankings and then the conference rankings. Mm -hmm. And obviously we know the Big 12 sits one, Big 10 two, and then the SEC. For example, we were just talking about the WCC being better this year. Yes. The Big East is going to get a bunch of teams, seven mm -hmm. potentially teams into the tournament. Yep. And you were talking about the Mountain West. Well, I think when you look at the Mountain West, what a surprise. And if, you, if, you, if you're following college basketball, and I hope you got a chance to see the, the Wyoming-Colorado State game last night. Two great, great games. Uh, Boise the other night. you got San Diego State uh, in, in the Mountain West. I, I have to tell you, if you've been following college baskets, don't be shocked if – they get more than two teams and three, you know, just talk of four. I don't know if they'll get four. Same with the, the WCC. I think the WCC has proven to be better this year uh, than, than some folks thought. Um, and, and what's going to impact it is the ACC is down. Now, I'm not suggesting that the, the West Coast Conference from top to bottom uh, uh, or the, the Mountain West are as good as the ACC, but they're much closer to the than ACC they have than they have been in yep. recent years, right? So outside of, of Duke, uh, and again, that was a, a terrific game last night between Duke and, and Virginia, and uh, they split the series. But you, 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 what, I, I personally, and I know that a lot of uh, players, uh, a lot of professional betters, uh, my colleagues in the industry, you don't just have power ratings for teams. You have power ratings for conferences, too, because that gives you an idea of the, of the competition, especially coming down the stretch or what teams are doing and how they're playing and how they're running this final gauntlet right before we, we get into, uh, into, the, uh, into the NCAA tournament. So, and also to remember, Patrick and, uh, and Michael, is that in, in basketball, unlike football, there's a power six conferences uh, because of the uh, of Big the East. Big East, yep. you have to add in there, right? So I've got the Big 12 and Big 10 at the top, the, the top two conferences, followed by the SEC, as you mentioned, Patrick. I've got the Big East uh, uh, below that, and then the AC, and then right right after that, you know, you got the Mountain West, um, the American Athletic uh, is, a, is always, a, you know so yeah. a good a good conference as well. So um, <clears throat> it's a good time to really start following uh, these teams, follow the games, uh, particularly uh, this week. And into this weekend. And then, of course, uh, you know, we've got uh, Selection Sunday coming up. Vinny, how much of a difference would there be from the Big 12, which is that that's the conference you have number one, right? I've got is the that, Big 12 sli yeah, slightly ahead of, uh, of the Big 10. The Southeast. The, uh, the then Big the Southeast. Okay. Yeah, I've got about a point difference between, uh, between the Big 12 uh, and the SEC, point, point and a half. Because I think how much when, would it be to the West Coast Conference? West Coast Conference? <laughs> yeah. Seven. Yeah. Yeah. I've got uh, seven, that, at least seven, my, seven, seven, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe, yeah. Because you got Gonzaga there, so six or seven. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, and, look, that's my concern about it. I mean, I think that's where 
you know, whereas when you're playing that Big 12 and your numbers that you're accumulating, you're against good competition. Mm -hmm. When you're accumulating the numbers statistically that, that Gonzaga is, it's not always the best competition. Yeah, I think when you look at uh, outside of Gonzaga's early schedule, uh, you know, when, and, and again, the conference overall is better, too, though. What's helping Gonzaga, I think, from a, a power rating standpoint as well, is the fact that the conference is better. I mean, they've got a big game tonight against uh, San Francisco. They're still double digits. They're 10, they're 10 in that game. Uh, but St. Mary's is better. BYU is always, uh, you know, Santa uh, Clara's good Santa Clara has been a big surprise this year, too. So um, the, the conference is better than, say, when uh, Gonzaga played Duke early in the season. Of course, Duke won that game. I'll just say this, because we're out here. I think there's some Mountain West sensitivity out here, Finney, to be fair. Well, yeah, there's regional bias. But, I mean, but, but I, four legit teams, Boise State, Wyoming, Colorado State, San Diego State. Those are four, That's a top-heavy league, yeah. but those are four very good teams. They're, they're solid teams. Now, are, are we saying that these are teams that can win it all? I'm not saying they can win it all, and we'll get into the teams that we think can win it all because of the prop we put up here. But these are teams that I think that are deserving of getting into the field of 68, uh, and that will be certainly be, be tough outs. I mean, there's some schools that, you know, we, well, you're always looking for, you know, Cinderella, right? And, of course, another, by the way, another great game tonight, uh, and there are really no secrets to anybody following college basketball, uh, Belmont and Murray State tonight at Murray State, where Murray is, uh, they took three and a half with Belmont now down to three. That's probably going to determine the number one seed for their conference tournament coming up or have a lot to do with it. Um, but to, to your point, Patrick, you know, the, the Mountain West uh, is, 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 is better. It's, it, it's gotten better. And again, as the season has progressed here, uh, those those ratings have uh, have gotten better. These are teams that shoot the ball well, uh, in particular, and they get up and down the floor. Yep. And frankly, St. Mary's being raked does a lot perception-wise for the WCC. Yeah. In San sure. Francisco, mm -hmm. a, a huge spot for them. To, Michael and I were laughing. They, it's a 22 and 7 team. They scored 102 on 104. Pardon me on Monday, and they're catching 10 at home to Gonzaga, yeah. who is three and a half to one on your sheet as far as the current odds to win a championship. Right. That is short. That's uh, well. It, I mean, listen. They get a lot of they get a lot of love. They get a lot of love uh, before the season starts and uh, right throughout the season. I mean, they're not a secret anymore. Right? No. You know, I, you know I'll, I'll date myself here, and uh, you know, Gonzaga was you know who who's Gonzaga? You know, when Stockton was there, who's Gonzaga? Well, they'll play anybody. Uh, nobody wanted to play them at their place, and still to this day, they don't really necessarily. When you think about it, who Gonzaga? Gonzaga either travels to, to play uh, one of the Blue Bloods, or they they do it on a neutral court. But they're no longer a secret, and it's it's been great for uh, uh, for for college basketball. But um, we do have them also in in group play. And what we did was on uh, January 28th, we put a prop up here at the South Point where we put. Three groups and a field up. And in the three groups, each group had six teams. And in Group A, uh, we did have uh, Gonzaga. And if you're uh, watching at uh, vcin.com, you'll be able to see the graphic. Gonzaga, Purdue, Kentucky, UCLA, Illinois, and Texas Tech in one group. That opened at uh, plus 180, so at 9 to 5. It's now minus 120. That's uh, the clear favorite right now. And, again, Kentucky's as good as anybody, especially when they're healthy. And they, they played last night. They, they struggled with the press, but that's because two of their best press breakers, uh, particularly Walker, were out, out of the game, right? So they, they did not play last night, but they found a way to, uh, to win uh, against uh, LSU. Uh, Group B, Baylor, Arizona, LSU, Michigan State, Duke, and Iowa, plus 220 up to 3-1. to one. Group C, 
Kansas, Villanova, Auburn, Wisconsin, Houston, and Ohio State. Uh, that's up to 375 from 220. And then, of course, you've got the field uh, now up to 8-1, to one, open at 6-1. to one, And uh, teams like uh, certainly Tennessee, USC uh, are, are included uh, in the field. So uh, a lot of fun with, uh, with this. We believe that the, the eventual winner will come out of the, uh, one of these uh, three groups. But again, uh, you never know if somebody uh, gets, uh, gets on a roll and gets on a run from their conference tournaments through the uh, uh, through the big dance, which uh, is set to start the first four games on the 15th. Vinny, uh, do you remember what UCLA was around this time of the year? What in terms last of last uh, year? Oh well, my, remember they had the, they had a playing game. I think with what right. was 75 to one in, yeah. uh, going into the into the uh, those uh, first those playing games. Yeah, yeah, they were uh, they were huge. Well, a few years back. Uh, same thing with Syracuse when uh, when they uh, they yeah. went to the, to the Final Four a few years ago right. and everybody was complaining. How did they get into the tournament? They were in uh, uh, the playing yeah. games and uh, I think we had them uh, as high as uh, almost a hundred to one uh, going into uh, into those playing games. So Group One, so the favorite at minus one twenty: Gonzaga, Michael, Purdue, Kentucky, UCLA, last year's darling, uh, Illinois, and Texas Tech, who you and I. And Palm loves, of course. So that is the favored group. And your second betting favorite, Group B, is Baylor, Arizona, LSU, Michigan State, Duke, Iowa. I'll throw out LSU. I'll throw out Michigan State. I'll throw out Iowa. But I think the three, Baylor, Arizona, yep. and Duke, are legit, Michael. No doubt. I mean, in Arizona, you know, they, they have lost to UCLA, you know, but they came back and beat UCLA by 10 after they lost to them, you know, got blown out by them by 14. But – to me, I don't think you can overlook them. I think that they're playing as well as anybody, and, you know, there could be the UCLA of this team. I, I'm surprised they're not in the A group because of how well they've played. And uh, they keep getting better with each game. So, you know, with only two losses in the same conference as UCLA, that's why it's interesting to me they're ahead, UCLA's ahead of them. Baylor gets healthy. Be Baylor, but the two, yeah. you know, uh, Wheeler and Ty Ty Washington for Kentucky in the back. Yeah. And then if Baylor gets healthy with their experience in the backcourt, yeah. those two teams, Kentucky, Baylor, Gonzaga, to me, are the three right now. Okay, cool. Ben, thank you. You're welcome, buddy. Great job. Thanks, Benny. Nice haircut, to be with too. you guys. Come back with the association. <laughs> Actually, exciting seven games tonight in the association here on the Lombardi line. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club.